0: Welcome to a special edition of the Logistics Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsty Adams, editor of SHD Logistics magazine. This week, Members of Parliament rejected Theresa May's second attempt at an EU withdrawal agreement. They also rejected the UK leaving the EU without a Brexit deal in any circumstances. I was in Dartford on Wednesday at Europa Worldwide Group. I spoke to Dan Cook, Group Operations Director for Europa Road, who told me that no deal just wasn't an option. I spoke to Dan inside their Dartford hub, which operates as an intersection for Continental Freight. My visit interrupted one of many Brexit meetings he's been having.
1: So last year, the board met several times to consider how we should start planning for Brexit, okay? One of the problems is, there was so much uncertainty around the rules of engagement, we kept coming back to the same place that says, until there is more clarity, it's a bit difficult to start to prepare, because what are you preparing for? We also recognised there'd be a point in time where we had to say, actually, we now need to start preparing for the worst case scenario, which would be a no deal outcome. So on the 1st of January, we basically shelved every other project, whether it's operational, IT, whatever it may be, to say we are focusing 100% for the next three months on preparing for a no-deal outcome. So I think whatever your Brexit opinion, no deal is absolutely a bad thing for this business. So our operating model is effective and efficient based on the smooth passage of vehicles between the UK and the continent. So anything that impedes that Will have a huge impact on efficiency so for example if you have a vehicle that can make i don't know three round trips a week and actually the crossing time increases such as it can make one round trip a week or two round trip a week then the efficiency of that vehicle drops and it means the cost per round trip increases what it also means is lead times to customers will increase as well so the efficiency drops out of the model so cost goes up and lead times customers that we used to you know it leaves Germany on Monday and it delivers in the UK on Wednesday you know all the time I suspect that will be a situation that absolutely changes so my perspective on the no deal downside from the business's perspective is the impact of customs clearance and the impact of things that impede the smooth passage of the border that is absolutely a massive concern for us We've spent a lot of money investing in this terminal to increase capacity, for example. So one thing that is hugely important is the flow of cargo through this terminal. It needs to come in and it needs to go out. It's not a storage terminal, it's a transit terminal. So by and large, the average dwell time of a consignment here is less than 10 hours. If actually we had a situation whereby a consignment arrives and we can't deliver it because we're waiting for it to clear, or we collect it, and we can't load it to the continent because we're waiting for the correct paperwork to complete the customs formalities, etc, etc, etc. You could see a situation where the volume of cargo sat here increases massively. That would reduce our efficiency because if you've got too much volume in your warehouse, you can't operate as efficiently, maybe to the point where there's not enough space. So back in of last year, we invested a lot of money in adding racking capacity to the term. So basically give us double the amount of capacity. Of course, that isn't an infinite solution. It just gives us more than we had before. It gives us some level of preparation. We believe we potentially need to employ 40 additional members of staff in order to perform customers' clearance functions. So today we have 25 of those people already in place. And, you know, that's a thing because we're paying those people now. Today they're not doing anything because nothing has yet changed. Of course, come the 29th of March, maybe it's all okay maybe we don't need any of those people at all or maybe 40 is not enough, maybe we need 60, you know, what we could do is nothing, which would be a hugely dangerous and ridiculous thing to do so what we've done is spent a lot of money making sure we're as ready as we can be we've also um, developed our uh, TMS so our transport management system, our IT system, so it is directly linked to the UK customs system called Chief, so what that means is we're able to take the information required to make a customs clearance directly from our customers into our operating system and rather than re-key it, transmit that directly into the customs system and generate all the relevant transport documents that come from that. So that work is now complete. As I say, that has been a solid project for most of our development team for the last six weeks and will continue over the next six weeks as we move into testing and, and, and so on and so forth. I and others are attending lots and lots of you know seminars with HMRC and other bodies about Brexit preparation. You know, we attended one in Lille on Monday. There are still tons of unanswered questions and points of detail that are not clear
0: that are concerning. Is it just a matter of working with your partners in Europe to move things along? Because there's so much uncertainty with our own government.
1: Of course, I think there is less clarity on the continent than there is in the uk the thing for the uk is it's all we're talking about because it will be a fact for every one of our consignments if you're sat in germany it's an issue for one of your 30 markets to the uk it's a big deal but it's not the be all and end all and also the information flow is far greater in the uk because because it's all we're talking about than it is for example in in germany and i think there's quite a disconnect a customs and legislation perspective over people's interpretation of what has to be done or what's compliant and what isn't compliant or what the process is or what the process isn't so almost you could go and talk to you know 20 different companies across the continent they will all have different perspectives on it so what we are doing is taking the lead we're writing every week to all of our uh, partners we're updating them on you know what our plans are how we see the process flow working what we want them to do but it's a pretty wholesale change to try and make from one week to another. So I think whatever happens, what there will be is a cutover period of a massive bump in the road. Maybe that bump in the road lasts for a week, a month, six months. And I think that will be the real risk from the, the industry's perspective, how long that bump lasts.
0: One last question. Yep. How did you feel when you saw the vote result last night? Unsurprised. Thanks to Dan Cook and the Europa Worldwide Group team for hosting my visit. Dan and some of his team will be at our conference on the 14th of May at the British Museum. If you would also like to attend, please visit www.logisticsconference.co.uk. Thank you.